If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Green Zone. The Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds as we begin hour number three of our coverage today. Uh oh, just as I was saying how nice this game's been, mm-hmm. no flags. Got a flag coming. This down was here. something after the play, by the way. They ran mm. Joe Mixon. He did not cut it where he should have oh, cut it. Oh, we got a And step. lost a yard. Oh, and and there's a little flop. Is, is that uh who is that? Number 38 for the Kansas City Chiefs did a little floppage there. Uh well, I, I, I wonder, I think that flag though might have been picked up. Uh, there we go. There we go, crew. Yeah. Because it looked like we had a Christian Leitner step on a guy scenario yeah. against Kentucky back yeah. in the day. And then the second guy pushed him. And then he did the flop. Cooler heads prevailed, and he said, no, we're not going to call I that. This is for the Lamar Hunt trophy. This is the right to be the AFC champion and represent that conference in the Super Bowl. We're not going to call that garbage. Okay, and before I really, uh-oh, looks like Joe Burrow's going to take a sack. He's going to get out of that sack and find a receiver. We got Jamar Chase for a wow. first down. What a play by Joey B. As we get six minutes to go here in the third Let quarters. him cook. Let him make plays, man. Don't just keep him kind of in that little box there. Open up that play call in here. There are plays down the field against this defense, and just a great can... play to avoid the sack there because that play was dead to rights. But look, when a guy makes a play and can avoid that, and look, there were two guys there around Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase sees a great instinct by Chase, though. Get to the right side of the field, make yourself available, and he gets the first down there. So now at Bet MGM, 
Chiefs now down to an eight and a half point favorite, fifty two and a half on the total. Look, this is amazing for many different fronts, and again, depending on what title, what what side or of the total you are on here, I, this is drama right now. Is Joe Mixon going to run into the line on first down? Another first down run that gets nothing. I think maybe they've gotten positive yardage on a couple of those first down runs, but not very many this afternoon. But it's been the Chiefs here in the second half that have kind of been conservative. They've ran, I think, on on those series. I think they ran three times on first downs last time, but Bengals continuing to do that. I don't know why Zach Taylor is doing this. You got the momentum. You got this defense on their heels. It feels like you're bailing them out when you run on first down there. All right, so no points scored so far in the second half. Remember, 31 total points. It was over. It was 27, so those tickets cashed in the first half. Right now, this has been about a three-and-a-half-minute drive, and it looks like incomplete. Let's see if the There's flag the comes. There's the flag, yeah, and, and he, and he took him down. That was pretty obvious pass yeah. interference, so I think you got to call that one. It uh, looks like the back judge got the honey badger, Tyron mm-hmm. Matthew, on that call. So it's going to be a first down under five minutes to go here. And they're going to be set up, what about the 30-yard line here of the Chiefs? So uh, inside the 30 of the Chiefs. So they're already in now the Now that P.I. on Fenton, by the way, there was absolutely egregious. You have to call that. I know we've been talking ad nauseum about this crew not calling a lot of that, but that was obvious. That was not only holding. That was also pass interference. Pick your pick your penalty mm-hmm. there. So they got him there, and that's, yeah, clearly could have been either by the hook. They gave him the, the full pass interference. By the way, first penalty yeah. against the Chiefs comes at 4.58 to go in the third quarter. So again, I think we're both on board. I hope the NFL takes a look at this tape and says, especially picking up the flag, by the way, mm-hmm. like don't make a potential game-changing call. As Joe Mixon gets a screen pass, they've got first and goal inside the tent. And our control room, and our people can't see this here, so they're going crazy back there. It's like the jungle has mm-hmm. come alive mm-hmm. at Circus Sportsbook here uh, as the yeah, Bengals yeah, we, have life. We, we can't hear the Who Day chants uh, through the glass here. <laughs> I think Icky Woods is back there somewhere doing that dance. They're doing the Jacob Roach is doing the Icky Shuffle right now in Mission <laughs> Control. So now we're going to have first and goal from the eight yard line from the Cincinnati Bengals in play wagering suspended momentarily. Fifty three and a half though on the total and Chiefs minus seven and a half in the in play. Okay, so four minutes to go there as the Bengals. Let's see what they do here. Uh, and again. Play action. I know you got to love that on first down, but it does lead to a sack. You don't love that, though. And finally, the Chiefs do get to Gerald Burrow. I believe that is the first sack of the game. We do have a penalty. I think it's going to be offensive holding. And yeah, Vinovich. That's that's why, again, and we're not just singing the praises of Bill Bill Vinovich, but he's calling it the right way. There's an Mm -hmm. obvious hold Mm -hmm. that we could see, and then it's declined because of the sack. And again, I'm I'm sure people at home are watching That's an easy call. Yeah, he had him in the, uh, he had Ingram there. I think it was Prince, the uh, right tackle, had him in the uh, rear naked choke in that one. (laughs) Great MMA move, but you just can't utilize that in pro football. So second and goal. Uh, yeah, exactly. If you want to watch First Strike or listen to our podcast, mm-hmm. we'll tell you all about the rear we'll naked We'll give you chokes. all the nuances of the Darce choke <laughs> and the rear oh. naked choke and the guillotine, everything. Oh, and so again, this is a huge drive. But again, and this is a point we were making, West before the end of the first half. The Bengals have points in hand here with a great kicker like Evan McPherson, right? As this second down play gets batted down. So again, you, you, it's third and goal now from back around, what, the 15-yard line. Mm-hmm. The one thing you can't do, Just Cincinnati. Just don't turn it over. That's it. And I know you want to get the six, you know, who day nation that I know that's what you want. Is it who day or who did who that? Who day? Who day? Who dad is the same. So now Melvin so. Ingram, by the way, gets his hand on the ball. He's trying to hit Boyd there in the flat. So now third and goal for the 15 for Cincinnati. Okay. So now again, this is a huge play. Cause again, you have points in hand and the points, if you get them would make this a one score game either way, touchdown or field goal. 
uh, potentially here for the Bengal backers. So, and then what happens there, Wes? And you know this just from watching football. Things get tight. Mm-hmm. If it gets to be a one-score game, they're going to run a screen pass. That's not going to get home. Samaj P. Ryan's going to be wrapped up at about the 12-yard line. McPherson, not, McPherson's coming out. Yeah, and I know this is this is not what Bengal backers wanted. They wanted the six, but all is not lost by you, getting three. You gotta sometimes in a game like this, you just gotta hang around a little bit. That's what the 49ers did against Green Bay. Just kind of hang around, keep getting stops. If the points aren't there, we're not going to force it. So you know. I didn't really like that play call no, necessarily there. I don't disagree with the decision because you are forced to make this decision, yeah. but you are forced to make this decision because of that play call. So McPherson going to be on from 31 yards out, and that kick is good. Okay, so McPherson gets this to a 21-13 game here, just under the three-minute mark to go in the third quarter. First who, points of the second half, by the way. And who thought that this would be a one-score game? By the way, flag down after the play. Let's... Let's see if this is because again, post possession. Now we saw it in the Buccaneers game, right? They really get down to the second, and now maybe that flag's been picked up as well. We'll see if there's anything there, but that would have been interesting if it was a decision to possibly take the points off the board. Let's get to the second game very quickly. And anytime touchdown. So again, if you were a backer in in the first game here, and you had uh, let's say you had Travis Kelsey, you cashed. It. You had Tyreek Hill, you cashed it. Well, look at the numbers now. And these are updated numbers, by the way, at BetMGM. So you look at Cooper Cup, and you can understand, by the way, earlier in the week, Wes, it was about mm-hmm. plus 900, down to plus 500 for the first touchdown of the game. Anytime, minus 125. The last touchdown, you and I talked about it yesterday at Betting Across America. Boy, that's a tough one to handicap. Mm-hmm. Who's going to score the last touchdown of the game? Plus 800 if you want to go that way. You look at Debo, anytime touchdown. And why I like the Debo prop, maybe even better than the Cooper Cup prop is, you can utilize him two ways. Running, if you get down by the goal line, and certainly in the pass game, right? Cam Akers, tricky one, because he did fumble at the goal line. Unless he breaks one, I think Sony Michelle might be a better uh, prop there at, at 11-1 first yeah. or minus 125 You just overall. went right where I was going here. Uh, after uh, 20, however many weeks we've done this, we now know what <laughs> like each other's thinking. Couple. Exactly. So Sony Michelle would be where I would go here, and I think that they want to use him a little bit more in short yardage rather than Cameron Akers. We know Cam Akers, more of the home run hitter, didn't really hit a lot of home runs last week. No. 24 carries, 48 yards, and did have the two fumbles. And we were talking with Rob Guerrero in the last hour about the 49ers. Team's really good at stopping the run. I think they're first in DVOA over like the last nine weeks in terms of stopping the run. So you're not going to really be able to, you know, run it ad-, ad nauseum, I think, on the San Francisco 49ers. So you're going to have to kind of pick your poison. But I think Sony Michelle is the guy that might benefit in the red zone where it's like, mm-hmm. because you need to value ball security. It's not just about getting scores. It's also about not turning the ball over here. So that's why I did like the acres under 63 and a half yards. And uh, while we're talking about this game, mm-hmm. we do have late news. Trent Williams, the 49ers offensive tackle. We expected this to be announced officially active. He is dealing with the high ankle sprain though. Uh, was adamant that he would play. I believe he was asked about how he's feeling. And he just said the answer all hard. So he's probably hurting pretty darn badly, but you know, this is the, go. this is the final four, basically a conference championship game. 
you got to play if you're able to. So we'll see how that ankle is going to hold up, though, because this is a very stout pass rush that Williams in the 49ers O-line is going to face. We know the weakness, the strength is really on the exterior yeah. with Williams and the tackles. In the middle is where you can kind of get some pressure on Jimmy G. Covered that guy for a long time in Washington, D.C. Let me just tell you, it's not fake tough. Mm-hmm. It's not fake heart. Mm-hmm. That dude is all about it. So uh, I expected him to go, like you said, Wes. Let's see how long he can go. Tristan Wirfs, by the way, we saw when he got injured in that Eagle game, mm-hmm. and he tried to come back, and it was not pretty, and they gave yeah. up some sacks to Brady. If that's the case, I'm sure they'll get him out of there, but you expect the Trent Wirfs yeah, to Yeah, because Von Miller was able to get pressure yeah. on that right side as well. Sometimes they'll switch Floyd to that side, but it was mainly Von Miller, and we, he, he finally started getting to Brady in the second half. Uh, very quickly, uh, by the way, Chiefs have the ball here. They own 25-yard line, 258. We'll update their drive here as they start off with a successful running play, getting about seven yards. Back to the TD props in the championship game here for the Niners and the Rams. A guy that you've been on a lot this week and I think is a really good value play is Van Jefferson. They get the first touchdown 16-1, and that's more of a crapshoot. But anytime touchdown, mm-hmm. plus 210, mm-hmm. right? you got to think at some point if you're the Niners, you can't stop everybody. And if you're concerned about Cooper Cup, and you're concerned about OBJ, Van Jefferson's going to get some free releases and some yeah. one-on-one coverage. And I know he's battling a little bit of a knee injury. Didn't really get, I think he got like one target last week. But I got to think that they want to use him a little bit more. Oh. And speaking of that, we have our first turnover of the ball game. That is batted at the line and picked off. And Cincinnati has a oh. big man with football. 218 to go. They're going to have a first down inside of the 20 yard line of the Chiefs on a batted ball and a screen pad inside the 30 of the Chiefs. So Mahomes trying to get a quick screen off. Get your hands up, big fellas. He got his hand up and he got the pick. That is an amazing play. And all of a sudden, for a team that was dead, mm-hmm. 21 to 3, they got life. Yeah, they do. BJ Hill with the interception here. And by the way, now Chiefs minus five and a half even money, 52 and a half the total at that MGM. It's getting crazy. Come on back at Screen Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So 
Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On a summer night in Paris, American artist Lee Krasner is drifting off to sleep when the phone rings. On the line, news that her husband, Jackson, is dead. Jackson, as in the painter Jackson Pollock. He might, to this day, be the most mythologized figure in American art. But how much of the story that we've been told about him is just that, a myth? On Death of an Artist, season two, Krasner and Pollock, the story about how the art world changed forever and the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting. Just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. game right around the corner. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM. For terms and conditions, must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. Oh, my goodness. We've got a brand new football game in the AFC title game. After that pick by Hill, mm-hmm. Thrill Hill of the Bengals, the Bengals take no time at all. Get it inside first and goal to Jamar Chase on a... Third and goal, they run the, the – I know a lot of people don't like it. Kind of that back shoulder fade there, and Jamar Chase just fronts up and boxes out. Touchdown. 21-19. Do you go for two? Bengals do, and they get it easily mm-hmm. in a flat pattern here. So right now, 21-all, still 14 seconds to go. I don't like it for my underplay because the one thing you didn't want is the prospect of overtime or of a tie. But uh, that's what you're going to get right now. But this thing has all of a sudden gotten very, yeah, very tight. Yeah, Kansas City minus 3.5 at BetMGM, minus $1.05 total now, 58.5 money line, plus 160 on the Bengals, minus $2 <laughs> on the Kansas City Chiefs. You, you said it, Jason Burrow from two yards out. Trent Taylor gets a deuce, tied at 21, 14 seconds left to go in the third. Will Hill 
Oh my goodness, we have got drama now, my friends. So again, the first INT West in the history of Patrick Mahomes in the AFC title game results in eight points for the Bengals. And just like that, Will, we got a tie game. Yeah, and you go back to the play before the half. It was about it was 21-10, about to be 28-10. All right, maybe you set up for the field goal, it's 24-10. It just kind of gone the other way ever since then. The Chiefs have really stalled out in the second half, similar to the first game where you know, they scored on their first four possessions, all touchdowns. This game, they score first three possessions, all touchdowns. Nothing in the second half, and this becomes a huge drive. Got to figure they're tightening up a little in Kansas City. Now, look, they've been through it all. They were you know, down to their final 13 seconds last week. So I don't know if anything phases them, but this, uh, this would be an all-time collapse if the Bengals come back and win this game. I can only imagine what the, the live money line was at, at the highest point. Yeah, and well, to your point there, again, 21-3. Right before, about yes. a minute to go in the first half, they give up the screen pass touchdown to Samaj P. Ryan. We just don't expect this at home from a Patrick Mahomes-led team. Now, look, there's still a whole quarter of football to go. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we're not even out of the third yet here as Mahomes on first down. He's going to run another screen pass. It's dropped again. So second and ten. I don't know. I think they've got a, they got a couple first downs on their second drive of this half. But they haven't. They, they only have 40 yards this this uh, quarter so far. The Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, so 21 all, 10 seconds to go here on a second and 10 here for the Chiefs, and all the momentum in the world is riding with the Bengals. Will, would you be apt to to, to see what what happens here is before we get to the fourth quarter to hop back in in game or right now this game feels a little too unpredictable. Yeah, I'm a little shook by this. I thought the Chiefs would run away with this. I'm just going to sit back and watch this and. Oh, man, I'm shocked this game is tied right now. We're going to the fourth quarter. It's going to be third and three for the Chiefs after Eli Apple makes another. Eli Apple, I mean, look, not great in coverage. He has made a couple mm-hmm. of big tackles. Maybe the biggest one of the game is the one on Tyreek Hill to end the first half. And that momentum swing that Will just alluded to, Wes, all of a sudden, brand new ball game, 15 minutes we, to Yeah, play. I was besmirching Eli Apple, saying he was rotten to the core. Well, not so much in tackling, but yeah. his coverage, his coverage is terrible and also more terrible coverage. Uh, when in doubt, if you're playing the Kansas City Chiefs and you see 49 on the field, that's Daniel Sorensen. I hate to put him out there like this, but throw in his direction. Yeah. that, And you're going to make some good plays down the field. So, uh uh, we'll see here uh, going in the fourth quarter tie game if uh, Jackson Mahomes is going to do an emergency TikTok here. Uh, I, you know what I would like? I would like that scene in Varsity Blues. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie, yes. Dave, where uh, Jonathan Moxon, played by James Vanderbeek, saw the mascot for the other team, you know, on the horse, and he just like threw right hit at him and hit him. Hit him. That's what they need to do to Jackson Mahomes. Just waste it down and just plunk that kid right in the head. Yeah, it is, it is interesting because even Chiefs backers are like, oh my goodness, do I have to see more Jackson Mahomes? He's insufferable. It's pretty tough to watch. Uh, this game, all of a sudden, look, we thought it was dead. We were all complaining. Jacob Roach, our producer, does a great job is leaving us after today. He was complaining. Can we flip off to another game? Yeah. All of a sudden, where did this drama I'm come like, from? I'm like, we got some college gymnastics if we want to go ahead and analyze that. But we've got a ball game here, 21 apiece, 58 and a half the total. No change from the update a minute ago, three and a half Kansas City. Laying. My fear is is if you're like me and you've got some some plays on the under, right? Mm-hmm. 54 and a half. Yeah. It's going to die in the vine. Well, not necessarily. I mean, I know it's ahead of pace right now, but... If you get the Chiefs kind of like to midfield and they don't have anything going and it's like a fourth and long, it's mm. a fourth and short, they're going for it everywhere. But it's like fourth and eight at their own like 45. 
then they're going to punt the football away and 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 elect it. And I think that they're going to get a little more conservative. By the way, we're coming back here, third and three on their own 32. They don't get it here. They're not going for it in this situation. I'm seeing the Bengals plus 180 on the money line here to win this game out right now. Obviously, if you had the, you know what's take it when it was 21-3, your number was astronomical. Any value there? Because it just feels like, man, some crazy things are happening. Mm-hmm. When it happened at the end of the first half, when you stop Tyreek Hill, when you get the tip and you get the pick of Patrick Mahomes, which he had never done before in the AFC title game, is there any value there that this defense can hold up for 15 more minutes? Yeah, I, I think that there absolutely could be here because now all of a sudden, you know, this is where uh, this is where the uh, the butts start puckering here a little bit because that's tight. what it is. It is butt puckering time in the fourth quarter now. 21 apiece. Uh, 15 minutes away from deciding who's going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. So all of a sudden this gets tight. I know it got off kilter last week where it was like all that wild ebb and flow with the scoring. I don't see that happening in this one. All right. So 42 total points here as we begin with that huge third and three here. Mahomes getting a little bit of pressure here. And I think that, oh, Oh, Hendrickson just 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 missed him. And well, they're going to get now they're going to get him. Oh, my goodness. And did he hang on to the football? I think he did. Uh, so, wow. Yeah. Uh, finally, they got him. And and good job by the Bengals coverage down the field because that's what has happened. It's like you can only not cover these guys, you know, be able to cover these guys for so long. So, Okay. And here's the thing. And, I, again, this isn't a knock on the analytics community at all. But I'm so glad they punted when it was 21-13, I believe, and pinned them deep. Maybe it was 21-10. When mm-hmm. they when they punted it deep, forced that and trusted the defense. You can't trust your defense all the time. This is a different defense because they're getting pressure now yeah. on Mahomes. And that they was uh, get the that was out. the first time they got him. By the way, that was B.J. Hill, who's been a man wow. here in the second half. He got the tip and the interception. He splits that sack with Trey Hendrickson. All right, so right now, good return here for the Bengals. They're going to have the ball at about their own 34-yard line. And I, we have a camera here that you can't see at home that uh, we can see our producer Jacob Roach. And after that sack, he was doing one of these things. Was that rocking the baby? Cradle the baby? What, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, rock the baby. Put it. Put him to sleep. Put it. So we got a lot of Bengals backers back there behind the tinted glass that are going nuts for the Bengals in this. So huge we got comeback. we got the baby in the cradle. We didn't get the throat slash here. Apparently. No, you can't do that. That's a penalty no. now in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. They'll throw the flag. Bill Eighty will throw the flag here at, at, if we do that. So uh, play it safe. All right. So very quickly here, twenty-one all. Just want to set the lineup for you here. We're gonna have Arash Murkazi uh, joining us here uh, after we take another short timeout. And Arash is at SoFi Stadium today for the Rams and the 49ers. And I will be intrigued to find out whether it's a home game for the Niners here. And by the way, I think we just had a pick. The turnover battle is now even here in this game. It was Cincinnati plus one and is now even zero. The line through the zero, however you want to do that. Can't have that. Joe Burrow rolls out, tries to find Jamar Chase there. And uh, Snead, uh, give him credit underthrown ball and he played it right and he was right there with him on the coverage and Joe Burrow has given it right back to the Kansas City Chiefs and I believe where that ball is going to be I think that that is going to be right around midfield here so oh, 21 apiece oh, Chiefs minus one dagger. and a half and now that's about to get adjusted here actually I believe I'm waiting Just on waiting board. on bet MGM here I believe this is now going to get adjusted to like six and a half 58 and a half still on the total that ball was picked off so you are going to have the Chiefs with the ball, I believe, on their own 46-yard line. Timeout, 13.56 to go. And the problem there is, and I get it, you want to be aggressive. And you got single coverage, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's a great play by You know, it was actually a good play call. It was just a bad throw. Bad throw. Can't, you can't be undercut. 
on that. It can only be one way. That's either incomplete where you extend Jamar Chase or you hit him there. Those are those are critical plays. And again, Joey B has been he's been really good throughout these th- this postseason mm-hmm. here with the pressure that he's been having. There was no pressure. That yeah. was just a bad throw and a great play by Steve. And, and he might have thought he had a free play. He might have thought the Chiefs jumped there. Oh. Uh, this will probably be looked at. I think it's going to be upheld, but it is going to be that one-yard return. So now the Chiefs do have it on their own 47-yard line. I do believe that that's going to be upheld. I don't think that hit the ground. Okay, so very critical here as this game gets more just wild and twists and turns here with still 14 minutes ago in regulation. Chiefs minus three and a half, minus a dollar five, not the six and a half. Total still the same, 58 and a half. Is being juiced to the over at minus 125 as the Chiefs have a relatively short field here. Just don't like to give them those short fields here in the yeah. tie game in the AFC title game. When we come back, Arash Markazi going to be live from SoFi as we get the vibe. I can't wait to figure out what's going to happen between the Niners and the Rams. Come on back to Green Zone on VSIN, the Sports Betting If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows and download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast. Get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, The Barty Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, Long Shots, First Strike, and many, many more. They're all free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. A drama-filled green zone. Is it the sweat zone yet? Mm-hmm. I mean, fourth quarter tie game, AFC title I think game. There's some uh, sweaty people in southwest Ohio and also in uh, central Missouri right now. And by the way, we do have an update on the live line here. BetMGM uh, going down to uh, 56 and a half on the total. Still minus three and a half. Is some two and a half out there, wow. depending on the juice. When you get around that key number, that's basically where they're going to maneuver it here for uh, this. And actually, BetMGM now goes down to one and a half minus a dollar twenty. Chiefs still minus two fifty on the money line. Two dollars for the Bengals with the football total still at fifty eight and a half. Wow. Okay. Let's get out to Arash Markazi. He is live at SoFi Stadium, host of the Arash Markazi Show. Follow him as I do at Arash Markazi. Uh, great to have you back on the green zone here, Arash. I got to know, I can hear it in the background, and we talked before we began this segment here, and you told me everybody's filing in. When you say filing in, and we say everybody, is it Ram fans or is it Niner fans? Who's winning? The, who's the home team today? You know, this is a hot take that I will share with you guys that I'm not going to put online because I'll probably get killed. This is a this is a more 50-50-ish crowd than the last regular season game so far. Again, there's a huge crowd waiting to get in. Uh, so if you were to say who has more fans, I think San Francisco, but it's not. I mean, it was really bad that last game of the year. You know, like I'm watching the crowd file in. And I think for every, you know, like, listen, I think there's slightly more San Francisco fans, but not as much as I thought. That's still, well, it's still embarrassing to me know, than in a title and, game. And is the man on the scene. Because yes. if you look at social media, they're like, man, San Francisco has absolutely taken over Los Angeles. And uh, I, don't, I believe is that intercepted. In, that in is complete. incomplete. Burrow, what are you doing there? Third and long coming up for the Bengals. Yeah. So uh, Arash, uh, 
look, uh, it's been made all week that Kyle Shanahan has gotten the better of Sean McVay mm-hmm. over the years, 2-0 and against him. So I don't know if we're getting into that college basketball thing where it's like, okay, it's tough to beat a team three times, so you automatically play the other side. It's been pretty, and uh, well, before I finish that question, oh. this is going to be reviewed here that he might have he might have caught this. So, uh, but uh, we'll wait. Actually, it is incomplete. So back to Arash. Uh, look, line really hasn't moved much this week, Arash. It's right around yeah. three and a half, kind of where it was both times. What is your initial first take, kind of on this game and how you think it's going to play out? Yeah, because you know a lot of the talk coming into this game is six straight. By the way, the one thing Rams and 49er fans agree on, they both want Cincinnati to win. So here, a loud ovation. Both of these fans are high-fiving each other because they both want to see Cincinnati two weeks from today at SoFi. But, yeah, listen, a lot of the talk was about six straight wins for San Francisco. We all know that none of those wins matter. It's just about today. Uh, This reminded me a little bit of the Alabama-Georgia line where – a part of you thinks, like, what do the wise guys know that I don't like Alabama beat them the last time that they played? They, they, they feel like they have the, uh, the, the, the edge over them. The Rams have been the better team during the course of the season, right? That, that's why they are hosting the game today. That's why they won the West. And so, uh, listen, I mean, the big thing for them is they got to close out the half and close out the game. I mean, that was the problem the last time that they played. They, they had a 17-0 lead blew that and they almost blew a 27 to three lead when they faced Tampa Bay. So that's a big thing to watch for. If the Rams get a lead today, are they conservative or do they go for the kill? Absolutely. Talking with Arash Markazi. He is live at SoFi getting ready for this NFC title game. And Arash, that's Wes and I talk about game script a lot here, right? We've seen this over under kind of tick down a little bit to all the way down to 45 in some places, 45 and a half at MGM. What style of play do you expect to see today? Conservative early and then maybe see, like we saw the Niners fall behind 17-0, have to make that miraculous comeback to win in overtime just to get to the postseason? Or do you think maybe they take the gloves off because these teams know each other so well and try to get get some stuff earlier uh, to, to maybe take some of the pressure off of these offenses for having to be perfect? I think they take the gloves off. I think you're going to see Sean McVay be very aggressive. I think you're going to see him go for the big play. I think the big thing for them not only is to get that lead, but to take the 49er fans out of this game. I mean, no, you know, to whatever extent this crowd breaks down, 50-50, 60-40, they want to take the 49ers fans out of the equation because they weren't a factor in the first half of the last game when they took us to 17-0 lead. Obviously, they took over the game in the second half. Matthew Stafford had to go to a silent town. They want to go deep ball. They want to get a few plays big at the beginning of this game. For the first time in this game, by the way, this AFC title game, the road team, the Cincinnati Bengals, they're the favorite. Minus one and a half, uh, minus 110, 58 and a half on the total. Joe Burrow, he put the Vaseline on the jersey at the halftime because he has been very slippery. Uh, Might have missed a face mask there on Daniel Sorensen. That was not called. A lot of things uh, not being called, and we know how this is being officiated. So first and 10 now at the Cincinnati uh, 45 Arash, when you look and you were talking about Sean McVay being aggressive, we know that the 49ers are tough to run on, but you got to do it to keep them honest. Do you think he might have lost a little faith in Cam Akers? Look, he's only been back three games, basically, after that after that Achilles injury, but he did put it on the ground twice last week. So do you expect to see a little bit more 50-50 split or at least close to that mark with Sony Michelle and Cam Akers in the running game? 
100%. I, I think he played with his heart. It was so clear, like, after that fumble to begin the first half. I mean, at the end of the first half, you know, you, you can't risk it. And so he gave that confidence to Cam Akers. I think Cam's lost that confidence. So, obviously, he's going to see some time today. It will be more of a 50-50 split with Sony Michelle. And you got to remember the game that Sony Michelle had against the Cardinals. He's a big reason that they are where they are today. Arash, we talked a lot about in this AFC title game here where it feels like there's no pressure on the Bengals. They kind of come in swashbuckling, nothing to lose. You feel the pressure now falling on the Chiefs here in this tie game. Which team do you think has more pressure on them today at SoFi? Because I know the Niners, when they went to Dallas, they had that kind of laissez-faire attitude. They go to Green Bay, and they're not expected to win there. Now I think some people are expecting them, if not to win, at least to have this really be a nip-and-tuck game. Is the pressure residing with the home team today? That's a great question. You know, I think they have um, equal pressure, but if I were to say which team has the most pressure, I do think it's the Rams on a variety of levels, on and off the field. I mean, off the field, they were built to win this year with the uh, with the signing of Odell Beckham Jr., the trade for Vaughn Miller, the trade for Matthew Stafford. I mean, everything that they've done is to play in and win the Super Bowl here at, here at, like at SoFi Stadium. But also, like, off the field, everyone's talking about, like, what do the Rams have to do to get the fan base of Los Angeles behind them? We are a fickle town. If you win, we support you. The Lakers, the Dodgers, USC football, UCLA basketball, they all have all won. For the Rams to do that, for the Rams to get the support of Los Angeles and not to have to deal with 50-50 crowds, they got to win today. Yeah, they, they need a hero there in Los they Angeles do. because the NBA team's uh, not really getting it done right now, so it's all on the Rams at this standpoint. Uh, very quickly, Arash, we get a first down for the Bengals. They have moved it down to about the 33-yard line of Kansas City. I heard an old axiom, apparently Jim Rome said it years ago, and you would know this being Mr. California, where Rome basically said that Southern California has no idea how much Northern California hates them. And Southern and Northern California has no idea how much Southern California just doesn't care. Is that true? I would agree with that because I think when you look at the rivalry with the Dodgers and the Giants, I really don't think the Dodger fans really care that much. I mean, obviously they are their rival. I really think that goes to the, the like laid back attitude of Los Angeles. Like we really just don't care about a lot of things. And Listen, that's, that's probably why we are a fickle sports now. That's probably why, you know, it's a 50-50 crowd today. I mean, it's a 75 degrees of sunny day. People are at the beach, they're at the sports bar, they're somewhere else. So you can knock Los Angeles for that. We're just not that passionate about these kind of things. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so the honesty. Arash, uh, just your opinion here. How do you see this playing out? What's the final score here, Rams and Niners, in the NFC title game? I do like the line, and I like that hook, and I do think the Rams cover. I think they win by four. I do think it's a very close game. These two teams know each other, uh, but I do think this is the one where the, you know, Sean McVay and the Rams figure out a way to win this game. I, I do think uh, they, get, they get the lead early. If they lose it again, they find a way to win late. All right, Arash, enjoy the game. Again, follow him on Twitter, as I do, at Arash Markazi, the host of the Arash Markazi Show. Uh, enjoy the game. It should be wild. I can't wait to just hear the crowd uh, with the Niners and the Rams today, Arash. So enjoy that NFC title game. Uh, very quickly right here, Wes. 
Thank you, Arash. You bet, Arash. Uh, very quickly here, we got a first and 15 here for the Bengals. Seven and a half minutes to go in a tie game, Wes. This thing's getting tight. Bengals minus one and a half, minus $1.15 on the money line, 52 and a half on the total. As the uh, Bengals now, for the first time, the favorite to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Absolutely amazing comeback. Let's see if they can cap it off. Come on back. We're going to have Tank Williams at the top of the next hour. We're not going anywhere. We have drama in the AFC. We haven't even got to the next game yet. Woo! The Green Zone, right here in Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. 
Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today. BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the last pro football playoff round before the big game. Simply place a $10 money line wager on either game. If either team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VSIN200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy the playoffs like never before. Earn M-Life rewards that you can redeem at any MGM resort. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code VSIN200 to win 200 bucks in free bets if either team simply scores a touchdown in this weekend's games. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. It's not the green zone, it is the sweat zone right now here on VSIN because we have 604 to go in regulation. We point that out. Bengals, for the first time today, have a lead, 24-21. Evan McPherson, good from 52, I believe, Wes. Mm -hmm. Snuck it in. That kid is money. Yeah, he's been terrific uh, all season and all playoffs. Now 10 for 10 for field goals. Total at BetMGM, 52.5, juice to the under at minus 155. And basically seeing Chiefs pick them with juice. I've seen $1.25, $1.30 kind of goes back and forth. Some other shops also have it at one and a half. But right now, if you add the under 54 and a half as a closer, you need two scores to beat you. But Chiefs only down three with the football, four yards there on first down. We've now reached the under six minute mark. Two timeouts for the Bengals. All three timeouts for the Chiefs. Let's go back out to our correspondent, Will Hill. Again, follow him on Twitter at not. The Will Hill and also does a great job with uh, uh, the city cast here. The King of New York joins us again. Uh, Will, look, I didn't expect this. The Chiefs do look like they're going to have a first down at about the 35. Five and a half minutes to go here. Man, oh, man, we mentioned it. And once you get in that one-score game, crazy things happen, things tighten up. That's what's happened in the second half. How stunned are you that as of our speaking here, the Chiefs zero points in the second half? Shocked. Shock, they haven't even had first downs. A lot of these are three and outs. It's just Mahomes really hasn't played well. And it looks so easy. The first three drives, even that fourth drive, in a minute, boom, right down to the one-yard line. Uh, and, and that play that held Hill, not the one where he's tackled, but the pass interference. If they don't pass interfere, that's probably a touchdown. Who knows? Maybe this game is over. Uh, but Mahomes going to have to come up with a drive here. This is uh, this is stunning. This is going to be one of the great upsets, comebacks in NFL history if the, the Bengals can get the ball back and hold on to this game. But as we know, it is Far, far from over here. No question, Will. And again, guys, let's do some clock management. Let's get in the heads of these head coaches, okay? Because we got four and a half to go. Will, are you noticing here in this initial drive, you mentioned dink and dunk. Are they doing this down three to say, you know what? If I got to run the next four and a half through the two-minute warning, the worst thing that happens is overtime. The best thing that happens is we get a game-winning touchdown and don't let Joey B get the football back. Yeah, I think they've been so broken on offense this second half. They just got to do whatever they can to move the change, whether they score quickly, whether they, it takes them a while to score. You just got to figure out a way to move the ball because they've been so bad on offense here. 
At third and one, I thought they picked up a first down, Wes, yeah, but it looks like they he, came up with a bit he short. He was short. Ball came out at the end, but Chiefs maintained possession here. So it's going to be third and one, and that's a good point by you, Dave. I think, look, the Chiefs want to have the football last. No doubt. No matter what it is, whether it's three or seven, they've got three timeouts, Bengals only two. Of course, you got the two-minute warning, which is going to stop the clock. So we'll see what they run here. It is a third and one. Mahomes is going to be in the shotgun. McKinnon just going to be to the side of him. Uh, May see a pitch player, a very or a very quick uh, pass out in the flat, and then just get the first down. Okay, so again, they're gonna they're gonna throw it with Mahomes. They're gonna get or the they'll big hit seam. Travis Kelsey in the seam, and he will have a first down down to the thirty-eight yard line. So this is where it's gonna get very intriguing. And obviously, everybody, if, if you got the Bengals plus seven, you're feeling really good because then you don't mind overtime because you're like, hey, mm-hmm. I win no matter what. This game goes to overtime. You're a Bengal backer. You've got it. Now, people that played the total here. This is where it gets really intriguing. Yes. Because remember, that pre-flop was, what, 54 and a half. Yeah, the last thing you want, you don't want a field goal because you don't want it to obviously be tied. You'd rather have the Chiefs go ahead and score the touchdown here. And then Cincinnati, obviously, they are forced to get a touchdown. Uh, So the last thing you wanted is tie. You want either a stop or a score as they give it to Hardman. First Uh, down. Yeah, uh, I think he might be a yard short there. looks like he got out of bounds. The clock is going to stop, which they don't really want here. But I think once they spot the ball, it's going to start running as, uh, you know, giving a little bit too much cushion there. But the Chiefs, they don't want to score. Like you're saying, they don't want to score too quick. You don't want to give this guy – the football. I mean, the most important thing is to get the touchdown, but you've got to co-mingle that now with the time on the clock here, and there's still plenty of time, 248. Hardman didn't stay in bounds there, and that that forces the the clock to be stopped, so now, you know, got to try to pick up just a couple yards here and get that clock running. Yeah, they're going to do the inside handoff here with McKinnon, and I think he's going to pick up the first down he is. Let's see if he gets down. He does. does. And that's interesting because he could have gone outside. This could take you down to the two-minute warning if you're the Chiefs. Yeah, they can run it down here. The play clock, I think, is even right now with the game clock. So they may... They may have wow. to snap it. It might be split seconds if they got to snap it before the two-minute warning. So uh, they actually, I think, by a half a second now can get it down to the two-minute warning here. So they do not have to run a play. And this is – I don't think they will. I think if Andy Reid – if well, let's see. They are huddling here. I would be surprised if they snap it because really what you're trying to do now, and this is going to affect everything, they are up to the line here with seven ticks to go. They're trying to make sure the Bengals have to at least utilize those two timeouts. They're not going to snap it. We're at the two-minute warning. And, and and Zach Taylor did not take a timeout there because he knew that the two-minute warning is coming. You may start seeing the Bengals take two well, timeouts because then there's the let them score philosophy. Yes. And here we are, Wes, and this is where it all comes down to the rubber cliches. Going to hit the road. Two minutes to go. First and 10 at about the 15. You've got a tie in hand. Mm-hmm. If you're Andy Reid, Harrison Bucket, right? The percentages here, and I know people say, some people have said to me, well, there's no guarantee they make the kick. Harrison Bucker, inside of 30 yards, mm-hmm. is going to make that kick 97% of the time. If you're playing analytics and you're playing the math, he's going to make at but, least But a field this goal. play, Colin, obviously they are not playing for the three here. No. So, you know, you've got to get five or six yards on first down. Then you've got it open here. And then you're going to either force Zach Taylor to take timeouts here because sometimes we see coaches on defense don't do that. Well, that's and it why, ends up costing them. That's why I'm predicting when they come back at a timeout, that Andy Reid runs the ball in first down. Oh, yeah. well, that, that will tip the hand for Zach Taylor. Because he you, wants to see what Taylor is going right. to do. And if he burns the timeout, okay, we've got plenty of time then. So uh, 
Looking here at BetMGM, I believe that they have taken the total it's off the right board. Now. Uh, I am seeing a, a side, at least oh, here. Man. Chiefs minus three in the hook, minus $1.55. So, obviously, that's juiced in favor of them scoring a touchdown here. Minus two fifty on the money line for Kansas City, plus $2 on Cincinnati. You never say never. But it just feels like if you've got the Bengals in pocket pre-flop, plus seven, I don't want to say you feel good. You now, feel now don't, really good. Now don't you know? Don't, don't go run. ahead and 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 no, no, you don't, know, ca- don't run to the window yet. We we you know we know crazy things, crazy things can happen, especially in Kansas City games. And you don't want that pick six or that sack fumble. We know Joe Burrow, by the way, was sacked nine times last yes. week. So that certainly is part of the equation. Because now here's what you do, especially if you're like a a veteran, better, and you're a little bit more jaded rather than people that are kind of getting new to this game, you think of how you can lose at this point. That's you're right. not positive here. You're like, you're not, oh, I'm going to win. I'm going to win, where you just react to what. You're now running the scenarios through your head. How the hell can I lose here? Because well, you've been here before. I've seen it. done this long enough. Let me ask you this. I'm seeing here some prices about plus 230 Bengals. Plus 230 Bengals to win the game outright. Mm-hmm. Line. They're up three. Yeah. So they are, again, the books are now saying, look, Chiefs at worst were going overtime. Right. Right? So would you dip the toe in? There's no way the Bengals say let him score. Right? Because they, they would need a touchdown to win the game. Mm-hmm. Right? So you want to hold him to three. I have to assume, and we're going to find out here very quickly. He's about to break the huddle. That if they run the ball on first down, I don't know that you take the timeout. Yeah, we'll see if Cincinnati elects to do so. This is first and 10, by the way. They're uh, not in a, in a running set at yeah, all. Yeah, they've got it spread out, so we'll see if McKinnon goes in motion and they are going to throw the football. Mahomes is going to be rushed out. Let's see so. if he runs out of bounds. Yeah, he and he did. See, oh, boy, you got to stay in bounds. That's a free timeout. That's yeah, a free timeout yeah, for that, the Bengals. That, that's a bad play by a guy yeah. that should know better. That's, that's what really surprises me there is that – as we're hearing in our ear, washed. Of course, he's not. We're mm-hmm. kidding. But, like, that's a play. You stay in bounds to make them use the timeout. Yeah, exactly. That's the worst-case scenario. Because now, uh, you know, it's second and six. you got to think if they stop him here, well, Cincinnati's probably going to use the timeout. Right, and they would be guaranteed now, if the Chiefs don't score a touchdown, that the Bengals would get the football back because you didn't make them use that timeout. Mm-hmm. Again, we're not head coaches. We understand that. But that just seemed like a play where Patrick Mahomes should know better to get down. Now he's running for his life. And I think he will get down eventually as he's being rushed. But he's going to run for the boundary again. And he gets out of bounds and, again. And, yeah, Cincinnati stays an, an, another timeout. What out. is he doing? I, I, I mean. What is Patrick Mahomes doing? Y- you've got it. Discretion's got to be the better part of Valor here. He did get three yards, though, out of that play. So now third and three from the eight-yard line coming back. 138 left to go. I just don't, do not understand the rationale of not making the Bengals use the timeout. Two of those plays, exact same result. They'd have zero timeouts. They still have two. When mm-hmm. we come back, Tank Williams will join us here whenever we have Tank on. It's always entertaining. My goodness, we got drama, sweat zone on these the sports betting network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You may know Jackson Pollock, the painter famous for his iconic drip paintings. But what do you know about his wife, artist Lee Krasner? On Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock, the story of the artist who reset the market for American abstract painting, just maybe not the one you're thinking of. Listen to Death of an Artist, Krasner and Pollock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.